All right, game three of the season is in the books. Merrimack wins one to nothing at Bentley, and joining us is Scott Bork, the head coach of the Warriors. And uh, first of all, Scott, uh, congratulations on the win. I have to imagine that uh, you know all your uh, coaching victories over the years as both a head coach and assistant coach, you haven't had to wait as long after a game to find out if you did win it as you did tonight with that replay after at the goal that wasn't at the buzzer. Yeah, that's tough. It would have been tough on our guys too. I, I, uh, it was a pretty emotional game, and you know the power plays both ways, and. Um, it would have been a tough way to come back and win that in overtime. That was my biggest challenge. I, I gathered the guy said, hey, listen, they're going to call this a goal. We're on the road. Someone went to a different conference. Yeah. They're going to look for a reason to call it a goal. Let's just go win in overtime. And then he didn't call it a goal, which was nice. So, um, no, but I thought our guys, you know, they they, uh, they kept the composure during that period of time, too. There was no over-celebrating. Uh, when I talked to them about what I just said about you know, being ready for the overtime, I thought they stayed focused. Uh, I was pretty pleased. Pretty mature uh, way to go into, through that two or three minutes we had to wait yeah i was gonna say i noticed you pulled the team over pull them all around you and talk to them you know so so what we're talking about just you know get ready in case it is a goal yeah just you know i told them i expected to be a goal i didn't want it to be a surprise for them i'd rather have them surprised the other way so you know we're in someone else's building we're in another league uh it's going to be a goal and we're going to have five minutes to win the hockey game and so let's just get ourselves refocused they're going to celebrate like crazy just get back on the bench let's go win and um, I thought that, you know, then we got lucky and they got lucky, but then they made that call the way they did, so it worked out. So what was your understanding of the call there? Was it that, you know, the puck just didn't go in, or what was it, something else? The puck didn't go in until the net had already moved and the, and the clock had already run out. Like, it went in, um, but it went in about two seconds after the buzzer and with the net basically against the back wall. Right, okay. And our goalie, by the way, against the back wall because they, they had run him over. <laughs> yeah, that was one, another question I had was how did the puck even get in the net? Uh, I think when Craig, Craig got hit, uh, and his actual helmet came off, so the whistle should have blown immediately when his helmet came off. Good thing it didn't because the clock ran out. But uh, that happened with about you know, probably two seconds left, and his helmet came off, I thought. Um, but whatever, they, they kept playing. I, don't think, I think they were trying to deal with the whole scramble, so they weren't even right. really looking at the scramble right. and, his, and also the net, making sure it didn't go in. So um, you know, it was a crazy ending to the game, which I can't, you can't, I wouldn't say the officials did anything wrong, but they at least looked at the clock and yep. looked at the film and said, no goal. Before we move on to some other aspects of the games, you mentioned your first win here now as a Warrior head coach. Uh, your, your thoughts on that, and were there any special words maybe you had for the team after the game? Well, the only, the only thing I said to the team, I really, you know, uh, it's not about, um, and I know everybody says this, but it's really true. Like, which, as we're a program that's trying to build something, and you know, it doesn't matter who wins, who blocks shots, who scores. You know, I just said to the guys, you know, we came here, for, we, we went, got on this bus for two wins, and this is one. Let's not celebrate it. Uh, let's enjoy it. Let's get on the bus. Let's get a bite to eat, and let's you know get going towards West Point. This is a tough, tough turnaround, um, but I like. You know, we have a really uh, resilient group of guys, and so. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure they knew I appreciated their effort, but this is why we came. Uh, Tyler Irvine scored the only goal of the night on the power play. A nice feed from Logan Coombs, a one-timer. Uh, first of all, on, on Irvine, it seems like an example of when you do good things at one end of the ice, it tends to, you know, good things happen at the other end as well. He's been playing a great defensive game, helping you to kill penalties both last week and this, and then he ends up scoring the only goal. Yeah, he's played really well. Um, it's funny because he's, he's a subtle player who does a lot of things well but isn't flashy in anything. Um, so he's gotten, if it, 
if you've noticed, the, each game he's played more because I'm, I'm really gaining and appreciating uh, what he brings every night. So uh, he's on the right side of the puck. He angles really well when he doesn't have the puck. He can make a play offensively. Um, you know, so I, I think I was happy he scored it. I was happy it was on his tape uh, when, he, when he was the one shooting it because uh, he doesn't miss the net very much at all. Uh, you saw us miss the net a lot in the power play tonight, but Tyler almost never misses the net. So uh, that's why he's got two goals, and we don't have very many as a team right now, but he has two out of the five. Yeah. Well, last couple of years we referred to him as the Energizer Bunny. It just seems like you know, he goes out there, he just keeps going. Yeah, and I think he's a better player than that, too. I think sometimes when you say Energizer Bunny, guys think energy player, he brings simply that to the game. Uh, he does bring that, and that's something you need on every team. But I also think he's a good hockey player that has a good understanding for the game and plays within himself. He doesn't try to make plays that he's not capable of making. Right. So you rarely see him turning the puck over or making a real big mistake because he just doesn't put himself in those situations. Yeah. Well, it kind of leads into the next point I think I want to ask you about, which is that you know that play happened, the goal is a bang-bang play. And, and, and there were maybe opportunities tonight that you guys said more more chances for maybe a, a quick player, you know, a quick shot. What, uh, you know, you're talking with Mike McMahon this week about playing fast and you guys trying to play fast and so on. But a lot of times, playing fast is not necessarily how fast you skate, right? It's it's how quick do you make decisions, how quick do you move the puck, shoot the puck, uh, you know, things like that. And it seemed like you know that was a play that paid off. You had some other plays like that that led to good scoring chances and maybe some other times when maybe a guy held the puck a little too long and you want to shoot a little faster in a situation like that. Well, it's funny. I said to the guys in between periods, you know, we don't have a lot of return scoring. Um, and when that's the case, guys tend to overpass. And you, you know, you're in the great shooting area and you make, you're trying to make one more play. Actually, Bentley did the same thing tonight. They tried to make some plays out of the slot to back doors and things and gave up great scoring chances. Uh, we did the exact same thing. And, and I think that we need to be a shoot-first team. Uh, we need to score on volume shooting, and uh, you can't pass the puck out of the slot. You have to shoot it, and so um, that's something we're going to have to continue to work on. I think we, you know, we get to that area of the ice, we squeeze our sticks pretty tight. You know, we had two two on one tonight. We didn't get a shot on net um, because the guys are. They're overthinking it. They're just play. Just play. And I think that uh, I'm trying to give them the opportunity to carry the puck over the line. Let's be an offensive team. Let's, let's attack. Um, let's not dump and chase. And, um, you know, it's a different way that they've played recently. Um, but, you know, let's, let's play that way. It's more fun, and it's better hockey, and you develop as a hockey player more. I know you talked before in the scrum there about uh, Dominic Dockery, and, you know, he got hurt, obviously. I wanted to ask you about what kind of decisions you had to make at that point, because you had Tyler Height as the, the extra D there. You put him in, but he was, you know, your only left shot D, replacing the only left shot D, right? So, you, had, you know, didn't have a lot of options at that point. I noticed that you were shifting some of the pairings around. What, what, what were you thinking of there? Well, you know, I think that we're trying to get our best players on the ice and our most experienced players. Uh, we're trying to get the first win. It's always the most difficult. Um, and so you really want to put Tyler in situations for success. Uh, he hasn't played a lot of hockey in the last two years. That was his 10th game in the last two years. Uh, so, you know, we're trying to get him uh, indoctrinated to college hockey in success situations. Uh, and we asked a lot of some of the guys, like Kovey and, and Alex Carl, really played a lot of minutes. Uh, they did well. Simon... Uh, uh, had a good game. I thought Ryan Cook uh, played a lot of minutes and played hard. Yeah. Maddie McArdle, same thing. So I think our back end, I mean, we've only given up one goal in the last two games. Craig's played well, but you got to credit 
the guys but you know in front of them, the defensemen have done a really nice job of of limiting second shots as well um, and Tyler did too but we, we really wanted to just put him in successful situations give him confidence moving forward okay uh, Craig Pantano we had him as the warrior of the game uh, you know you, you talked a lot about him before so uh, not to repeat that but last question here you mentioned you, you only given up one goal in the last two games only scored one goal too so how do you change that we just got to shoot more. You know, offensively, we need to uh, think shot. And, uh, you know, it's funny, we do in practice, you know, and we just, but I just think guys in the games are squeezing the stick too hard. You know, just relax. It's a hockey game. It's not like we're, we're, we're not, uh, op, you know, in the operating room. Uh, you come over the line, shooting is fun, and just go play and have fun, play offense. And I think that uh, for whatever reason, our, our shooters are putting too much pressure on themselves, um, and we have to get away from that. Uh, but we've gotten great goaltending the last two games from Craig, and, and the biggest thing Craig does is he settles us down. Very few second shots. Pucks hit him in the chest. He doesn't. He doesn't have to look very athletic, even though he is, because he's technically really sound. So um, I think he's given us a lot of confidence, and he's playing with a ton of confidence himself. So um, you know, moving forward, we'll see how that goes. I mean, we're very confident in all of our goalies, um, but right now Craig has certainly grabbed the ball and running with it. All right, thanks a lot, Scott. Congratulations again. Best of luck tomorrow night down at Army. Thank you very much, Mike. Please.